to Monday Munchies episode 32. On these episodes, you'll be sitting shotgun on my adventures exploring restaurants in the past few weeks. Albeit, I'm not a certified food critic, but I lo- do have to eat, and someone said I do have a certain set of skills. Not sure what those are. <laughs> Nor am I what I call a quote-unquote yelper like the majority of the residents of South Park, Colorado. But I do enjoy trying new restaurants and food, so sit back and enjoy. Our first stop is Anakore 2.0. Situated on a bustling strip of Milwaukee Avenue in Chicago's Wicker Park neighborhood, Anakore 2.0 serves up colorful sushi burritos, sushi tacos, poke bowls, and other tasty dishes. Yes, you heard me correctly. Sushi burritos and sushi tacos. Mix and match Spanish and or Mexican, whatever you want to call it, and Asian. Fusion. Classic. Uh, and I'm going with the Crunch and Fire Sushi Burrito. Pretty tasty, and a side of fries. Definitely one of the weirdest, fast, casual meals I've ever had in my entire life, but definitely worth trying out on a Kauri 2.0. Our next stop is Original Steam. Original Steam's restaurant is different from the majority of Chinese slash Cantonese seafood restaurants. They want to highlight the true values of flavors and ingredients that they use. Sometimes the most simple method of cooking is the best way to show what should be. They offer lobster, king crab, coral shrimp, and specialty dishes that will definitely please you. Everything is actually cooked over a steamer, so you actually cook it all yourself. It's kind of like Korean barbecue, but set up a little bit differently. In case you wondered, yes, we over-ordered. <laughs> a few of the crazy things that we actually ended up trying was me, a couple friends from Naperville, some friend from Chinatown, and a friend of mine from L.A. We tried the turtle, frog, lamb, blue crab, oysters, oh, and like 19,000 other dishes where we definitely overate, but man, was it good. So you're looking to mix it up, cook your own food, BYOB, but pay a bunch of money for it, definitely check out Original Steam. Our next stop is M Rice and Beyond. At M, they serve foods found at the food stalls and in carts in the streets of Thailand. Khao Rad Gang. Cook food in a steamed table served over rice, that translates to, or Sam Tum, which is like a papaya salad, or Arhan Khan Song, which is a food made in order. Kwai Tia, soup and noodles, and Thai style breakfast rec plates. Because they aim to make food as authentic as they can, some dishes may be very spicy or pungent. Others may contain bones or spices, so they may or may not be very vegetarian friendly. That's for sure. <laughs> but in Thai, im means I'm full or I'm stuffed. If you want to do it like they do in Thai, say im, we don't eat it in public, Aroy, which is delicious. After reading that, I wanted to do what they do at like the Taco Bell commercials back in 2011, 2012. Attention Taco Bell, I'm full. But since the first that I was even having dinner with didn't even get that reference, I figured the chances of anyone else in the restaurant getting that reference were somewhere between three and 17%, which is a bad risk when you know the owner quite well, and he probably just gave me one of those cards that says, you're banned. <laughs> Pet Crab Prow, which is sauteed ground pork, 
bird-eye chili, Thai holy basil, and egg, fried egg for like the ultimate experience. Uh, it's kind of like a mix between ground beef and Thanksgiving stuffing. Super salty, super pungent, but I guess for the in Thailand, so when in Rome. Our next stop is Station Market and Bar. Discover the unique and energetic style of Station Market and Bar. Their hotel's on-site bar and meeting spot. Ooh. Serving the quintessential street food of downtown Chicago with a twist. Station also serves up specialty cocktails, early coffees, and house-made pastries. Meet friends or simply relax immersed in the South Chicago's theater district. Enjoy specialty cocktail or local beer surrounded by the intriguing ambience of their downtown bar. Their eclectic menu also uses local ingredients, ensuring guests enjoy authentic Chicago flavors and products. Went here with a few different foodies for a specialty dinner. Uh, dinner was actually comped, which we're very appreciative of. Uh, my buddy texted me to go to the Swiss Hotel. I was like, uh, okay. And the person I brought ended up at the Sofitel. We were supposed to meet an hour beforehand to get a drink before we realized we were at the wrong place. But instead of having me come pick her up and take her to where we're going, which is in the Renaissance Hotel, she decided to tell me that I was in the wrong and then just not come to dinner at all. Because she, like, was a mile away and had an hour and a half to get there. Man, nice work, bro. <laughs> so anyways, we had uh, four dinner tape for three people, which was absolutely incredible. We ended up meeting the Chef Timothy and Kevin, the mixologist. Um, we split a cheese charcuterie plate, which was La Carcea Prosciutto, Salumi, Cauda, Local Goat, Vermilion River Blue, and Artiso Ciabatta. We had the grilled octopus, charred care puree, Thai herbs, cilantro lime vinaigrette. The grilled chicken wings, hard cider molasses barbecue, celery, radish, Vermilion River Blue cheese dip. The turkey meatballs, 48-hour marinara, garlic ciabatta, grated parmesan, and mozzarella. And the station ciders, beef patty, horseradish, aioli, aged cheddar, house-made pickles, roasted onion rolls. I didn't even go out after this. this. This dinner just, like, knocked me out cold. This is a Friday night at 7 o'clock, and I went home at 9 o'clock. There's so much food here, and it was all comped. So, word to the wise, if someone invites you to a fun restaurant dinner party, and you show up at the wrong place, don't bail. Just show up. It's probably free anyways. <laughs> Next up is Monteverde, traditional heart with a modern hand. Located in Chicago's West Loop neighborhood, Monteverde is an Italian restaurant that blends the traditions of Italian culture and cooking with influences from chef Sarah Grunenberg, trips around the world, as well as set her family heritage in Italy. Monteverde offers a new way to experience Italian food, highlighting some dishes that are deeply rooted in traditions while others have adventurous new flavors through the use of global ingredients and cooking methods not usually seen in the Italian kitchen. Using the best of the Midwest as well as from Italy, all their food ingredients allow Grunberg's passion for following the food or ensuring that each ingredient is being raised with the highest standards. At the heart of the restaurant is a Pacifico, where our team creates fresh handmade pastas throughout the day, offering a variety of shapes, sizes, and textures. Flour is the power of Monteverde. 
So this place is super <laughs> intriguing inside. So we're sitting at uh, the table, a uh, pretty decent sized restaurant. And I'm thinking, oh shoot, uh, I should like use the restroom. So like to the left is like the bar and then to the right is just, just, like this huge open space. It's like, wow, this place is like absolutely gigantic. So I get up, start walking, and then I'm like trying to like squeeze through some tables. People are giving me these dirty looks. Turns out I'm looking into this full on all wall mirror. <laughs> I try, I try to like go through a beer. This is like Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> to go to the restroom. And then like everyone's standing there looking at me. And then like two of the waiters just start like busting out laughing. I'm like so like, idiotic. Because then you still have to like come back through all the tables to get to where you actually want to go. <laughs> where the the uh, bathroom's behind the bar. So yeah, good, good times. But the food was absolutely incredible. We had the charcuterie plate, so it was burrata e ham, rosemary lemon tajal, prosciutto di sunday danielle, fresh figs, and arugula. We had tarragon al torufro bianco, hand cut angel hair, parm panduda, and fresh white truffle. And we also put the acapaza, grilled Texas redfish, artichoke, fennel, cherry tomato, pimento, and grilled bread. Uh, I heard there's like peasant Italian food and like non-peasant Italian food. I've been accustomed to peasant Italian food because turns out I'm a peasant. <laughs> so I guess this is how the other 50% of the world lives. That's a plane taking off. <laughs> Our next two stops are in Boston. Bukowski Tavern. Since 1998, Bukowski Tavern has been serving the best beer available from local, regional, and global breweries in Boston. They also serve American-style cuisine made with the freshest ingredients and a casual setting. Their concept of great food, great beer, and surly service has kept people coming back for the past 14 years. Well, I'll agree with that, since I was out in Boston for a date, and my date went there at 3 o'clock, and then at 5 o'clock with me, it was a tour of guys, same, same restaurant, same waitress, same table. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, so, <laughs> this place is super awesome. They have this like, beer roulette wheel, where it's kind of like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of like Wheel of Fortune, where you like, spit it on the wall, and whatever beer or shot it lands on, they end up giving you for like $10. It was pretty cool. I didn't like the beer I got, but whatever, it's, it's, it's worth the spin. And then uh, I actually have the McClawson Stout, whatever that is. I hate stouts. And then I got the fried calamari. So they're like, okay, cool, awesome. There's a couple different sauces here. I'm like, not listening. What's new? And they're like, there's like this uh, white sauce. There's like yellow sauce. Dip it in the, the yellow sauce. And I was like the um, cartoons from like Looney Tunes back in the day when they eat something hot. Like steam coming out of their ears. Face is completely red. Just brutal. <laughs> they're like, are you okay, sir? I'm like, no. <laughs> But it was worth it. Just go in there, and it's, it's totally worth it. So if you're in Boston, and you want to check out a cool tavern and have some fun, definitely check out Bukowski Tavern. Our next stop in Boston is Paulie's. Wicked fresh, wicked good, crazy good. Who knows, man? My <laughs> Boston accent is absolutely horrendous. Pack your car on the ad. So this is uh, the craziest restaurant of all time. So it's definitely a, like a pickup window kind of place, right? Sit down, looking at the wraps, like, oh, five, six, seven dollars. And then the day for the wedding, is like, hey, you should just like get a lobster roll if you're in Boston. I'm like, okay, cool. We'll get uh, two lobster rolls and one um, clam chowder. <laughs> like, $52, like, what the? <laughs> 
<laughs> and look up on the menu. Of course, the last rolls are uh, $25 each or $22 each. I'm like, yeah, this is going real well for me. <laughs> like, come to a fast casual place and you spend $50 on two people. Like, what world am I living in? But in the area we were in, it was an hour and a half wait for every other restaurant. So I guess you pay what you got to do. So... Either way, it was fantastic. Lobster roll from Boston, totally worth it. Clam chowder, eh, whatever. I'm a big clam chowder guy, but it is what it is. Our next stop in Boston is checking out one of the top five places in all of Boston for clam chowder. Legal Seafoods was born in 1950 when George Burkowski opened a fish market in the Inman Square neighborhood of Cambridge, Mass. He opened it adjacent to his father Harry's grocery store, Legal Cash Market, where customers were given legal stamps, quote, quote, forerunners of SNH Green Stamps with their purchases. It's here that the legal name became synonymous with quality and freshness. That's interesting. <laughs> In 1968, Burkowitz's family opened its first seafood restaurant right next to the fish market. The fish was simply prepared, either broiled or fried, and served on paper plates at a communal picnic tables. Despite the low-key trappings, the food was second to none, and word quickly spread. This early success led to further expansion, and now six decades later, with restaurants along the eastern seaboard, the family philosophy endures. Legal Seafood is a fish company in the restaurant business. George's son, Roger, had been at the helm since 1992 and has expanded the business into markets while maintaining the company's focus on its proud tradition and core values. So when they say, if it isn't fresh, it isn't legal, they renew a commitment that they have sustained us for over half a century. It's not a fish tale, but a tale of fish 60 years in the making, of a family-owned seafood market that sprung a restaurant company. So we went out driving to find this place, right? We think it's like in a mall, but then it turns out Google an update and it's across the street from the mall. And I'm like, okay, awesome. So whatever, top five clam chowder and all Boston, totally worth it. Uh, fun times. Best part, get to the airport, sitting at my gate, waiting for my flight takeoff. Legal seafood in the hotel, in the airport. What? <laughs> So glad we got our car and drove 35 minutes. <laughs> but seriously, though, this place seemed absolutely incredible. We just had the bar and just had the clam chowder, but it just seems like a perfect place. If, you, if you're in Boston, definitely got to check out Legal Seafood. You will not be disappointed one bit. Our next stop is Ace Bounce. Yes, the ping pong place. Ace Balance is part of a groundbreaking social entertainment brand founded by Adam Breeden, an entrepreneur and co-founder of Fight Club and All-Star Lanes. Oh, excuse me, Flight Club. <laughs> and also, Dove Penzik, a successful entrepreneur and former competitive table tennis player. Balance was born out of a gap identified in the market to cater to groups looking for an amazing party experience without compromising on quality of food and beverage offering. Since its launch in England, in 2012, the Bounce concept has been widely regarded by industry as a game changer in social entertainment venues, which combines three elements of hospitality, bar, restaurant, and entertainment activity, all set against stunning design the highest standard of finishes. Ace Bounce Chicago is an immense ping-pong playground with award-winning chefs and mixologists creating an unprecedented party experience. Yes, this place did not, like... Disappoint whatsoever. I end up getting the seared scallops with plantain poblano hash, caperelli, and an apex predator beer. One of the best dinners I've had at week period. Hands down. 
This place is fantastic. I don't know about going there for a date. It's a little weird, but if you have a party, awesome. If you want to go there with someone you know really well off on a date, not your first or second date, and you don't mind getting all sweaty and playing ping pong, <laughs> then chubby chow. I don't even go there just for the food, man. It was totally worth it. And then watch all the knuckleheads play ping pong. That was like the best part. <laughs> is the Albert keeping it keeping with the classic it bold approach the Albert fuses signature and innovative dishes with intricate nuances that shock the taste buds and make the art of dining a pleasure correct when you're my mom and brother uh, parents were in town my dad was speaking at a conference place is pretty awesome it's literally set next to the Einstein in the Einstein hotel so it's like you are in a, like a library in someone's like mansion like back in like the 1500s or whatever they have the Bookshelf so high that you have to use the rolling ladder, which is pretty awesome. So it's like Albert Einstein. Live guitar player, awesome. I want the surly extra citra beer, whatever. Just went in Rome in you know the Einstein Hotel, I guess. <laughs> and we split the grand board selection of cheese, charcuterie, and coutrement, which was fantastic. And then I actually ended up getting the rabbit cassoulet, candied carrots, pet butter, and white beans. Yes, I had rabbit for dinner. <laughs> Felt like Smigo <laughs> in uh, Lord of the Rings. But it was fantastic. I mean, I've had rabbit before. It's good stuff. Great, great venue. Very classic. Uh, really something place definitely want to check out for sure if you're into kind of having fun intellectual dinner with someone. Next is a fun little brunch spot, Batter and Berries. Established in 2012 by Dr. Tanya and Craig Richardson, who had desired to be an eclectic, world-class restaurant to the vibrant Chicago brunch scene, the idea was simple. Offer the freshest food possible with flavors that people would come up from all over the world to experience and want to come back for more. Always supportive of community and local businesses, they have taken the idea to the next level with cultivated partnerships. They collaborate with several local artisans, craftspeople, and providers to provide a uniquely Chicago experience. I actually quit my job the day before I went there, so I had uh, nothing to do. <laughs> when you're on a, a Tuesday, it was awesome. I got the traditional, which is two eggs, B&B cheese-crusted hash browns, and bacon. And we also split a French toast flight. That is one slice of each of five pieces of French toast, or four pieces. So it was blueberries, strawberries, Heath Bar, and walnut. Oh my god, this like blew me away. I went to like a food coma. I don't know what it is, but like just somehow dude everything upright. I've had my fair share of French toast in the world, but this place was absolutely incredible. Can I imagine it's a long wait on the weekend, so maybe put your job once a week and <laughs> check it out. Or just go on sick. Who knows? But if you're a brunchy in Chicago, definitely check out Batter and Berries. Our last stop is Jackson's Paps Blue Ribbon Pub in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Paps. Known for their lively and inviting atmosphere, all-American pub food, and timeless classic cocktails, they like to say they're bringing the hometown to downtown. At Jackson's, they keep it local with 13 Wisconsin beers on tap, fresh ingredients from the greater Milwaukee area, and spritz from the Great Lakes distillery. 
They're located within the historic Pabst Brewery and are also partnered with the beautiful Brew House Inn and Suites. So if you don't know anything about Milwaukee, Pabst Brewery is kind of an iconic thing for all of Milwaukee. So this was absolutely awesome. They had like a leading tower of PBR, which is Pabst Brewery event. It was awesome. It's kind of like a Christmas tree, but it was like 10 feet tall. It had like 200 Pabst cans and bottles on it. Coolest thing of all time. Definitely a Wisconsin place. And the chicken marinara sammy, as they call it, which is fried chicken tenders, pepperoni, marinara, mozzarella, parmesan cheese, on a toasted ciabatta bun. And when in Wisconsin, you always get spotted cow for a beer. So I had that served in a goblet, which was awesome. If you're in Milwaukee, you want to experience something amazing, especially if you're going to a Bucks game, definitely checks out Jackson Paps Blue Ribbon Pub. This episode is sponsored by Bites Kitchen. The best of times are always shared at the table. Good food, good drinks, good stories, good friends. Wish I had any of those. <laughs> at Bites, they believe that good food is more than merely a part of survival. It is their passion. It has the power of transcend language, cultures, and ethnic backgrounds. Through food, they share their culture with new friends and old. They share a piece of who they are. And by coming together for meals, they trade good stories while creating new ones. At Bites, they want you to celebrate cultures from around the world. They've been inspired by Thailand, China, Japan, Korea, and more. They are also excited by the opportunity to continue creating new recipes. Food is always better when shared amongst friends, and that is how they shape their menu. With creative cocktails and a menu that is constantly evolving, a new story always awaits you at Bites. Show up, I guarantee you see me sitting there with my Buddha in my hand. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. Yeah.